And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, stock growers in Saskatchewan call for an expanded drought designation area for tax purposes. But first, the farm weather. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Cloudy skies, 60% chance of showers late this afternoon. Risk of a thunderstorm late this afternoon. Wind southeast 20 gusting to 40 becoming light today. The high 14. Fog patches developing overnight, the low plus 2 with risk of frost. Tomorrow, increasing cloudiness, fog patches dissipating. 30% chance of showers late in the afternoon and evening, the high 11, the low plus 1. Wednesday, sunny with a high of 12, the low plus 2. Thursday, cloudy, the high 9, the low 0. Friday, cloudy, the high 9, chance of evening showers on Friday, the low plus 2. Saturday, cloudy with a high of 7, the low 2. Sunday, cloudy, 30% chance of showers, the high near 8 degrees. The normal high, 17, the normal low is 3. The sun rose at 6.37 this morning. It sets at 7.09 tonight. The hot spot this hour, Val Marie at 16 in Saskatchewan. The cold spot, Waskasu at plus 1. On the roundup, Estevan is 11. Saskatoon, 5. Swift Current, 13. Weyburn, 9. Yorkton is 7. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's 12, that's 54 Fahrenheit. Winds from the southwest at 10, humidity 79%, the barometer rising 101.9. Moose Jaw partly cloudy and 15, winds are from the southeast at 8. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 12, that's 54 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results online at mcdougallauction.com. And South Country Equipment, your one stop for great service and a selection of agricultural precision ag and lawn and garden products. The president of the Saskatchewan Stock Growers Association wants Ottawa to expand the drought designation area in the province. The area is mostly south of a line from Saskatoon but excludes the eastern edge of the province and parts of west central Saskatchewan. The designation allows livestock producers to defer income tax on drought-forced livestock sales in order to rebuild their herds next year. Stock Growers President Bill Huber says the area needs to be expanded. Well, I think it's a, it's a, it's a large area, and I think we need to, to be open with our discussions with the Ministry of Agriculture. I still think there's some areas that are, are drier than indicated on the map, especially along the the west side of the province and Alberta Saskatchewan border and then again in the south you get down to Belmarie area it's extremely dry there I know producers there that uh, virtually had less than an inch of rainfall all through the growing season and I'm, I'm not real familiar with the Estevan area as far as drought I haven't been down there too much this uh, summer but I think there's areas there that are drier than uh, showing on the maps too so I think we have to keep an open dialogue with the Ministry of Agriculture to, to, as we go forward with this and, and keep discussions open. So you think it needs expansion then? I really do. I think there's some, some areas that uh, need to be included in this map. How much? Oh, as far as municipalities or acres, uh, probably another 10 to 20 municipalities and maybe, oh, it's hard to say in acres, thousands of acres actually. So you want a real quite, a, quite an expansion. You think this still is not wide enough? Right, you know, the rainfall this summer was it was different than it has been for a number of years. In in our own area, north of the Coppell Valley, 
we didn't have much rain right on our main headquarters at the farm here, but you go 10 or 12 miles north or any direction, and they had anywhere from 5 to, to 10 inches of rain, and it was less than 3 inches here. So it's really a different year, and uh, it really adds uh, pressure to producers and the government to draw a map like this. Now, on another topic, the province has opened up a dialogue for a review of trespass laws, and they want public input by the 1st of October. Your reaction to the dialogue? Well, I, um, I strongly support the, the trespassing changes. I think as producers and landowners, we need to have permission for access onto our property. I know uh, if you're an urban resident, we as r- rural residents don't go on their property in villages and towns and cities without permission, and I think we respect the same, or, or should get the same uh, respect as, as they do, and we have a lot of issues to deal with, with people trespassing and hunters, and, you know, as, as far as safety and disease, we've got issues with club root in the province, and I certainly think that we have to be uh, more conscientious of other vehicles and people on our property, and some areas of the province now have had some rain in the last, this weekend, and uh, so the fire hazard is a little lower, but uh, that's another concern as hunting season comes upon us with, you know, the the risk of fire. I know all areas didn't receive the moisture that we had here, but I support, uh, I know stock growers had a resolution that we'd like to be kind of on the same level as Alberta and Manitoba producers as, as far as their trespass acts go. And can you expand? What, is, what does that include? Well, mandatory permission to enter uh, any property. Like, I think they have to talk to landowners and uh, and get permission from the, the tenant or, or the owner that has title to the property. What are your thoughts on the NAFTA trade talks? They're ongoing in Washington, it seems. Oh, boy, that's a, it's a big topic. Uh, I've, been, I've been really concerned about it right from the, from the onset of when uh, the President of the United States indicated that there was going to be changes to it, and it has me worried. And uh, But I'm, I'm hopeful that we have the right people and the right negotiators in, in Washington uh, working on behalf of us in agriculture in this province. And, uh, you know, trade between the U.S. and Canada is vital to to our uh, our industry, both the grain sector and the livestock industry. I think we need open trade without tariffs, and uh, hopefully our negotiators can come up with a, de- a deal, even though if it's not called NAFTA, as long as it's some kind of a, a trade agreement between our two countries. Finally, Bill, you farm at Lipton, uh, a bit northeast of Regina. How's harvest? Uh, what percentage you done, and how's your soil moisture? Well, our soil moisture has picked up substantially over the weekend. Yesterday morning, we had approximately an inch of rain in most areas of surrounding us, but, but before that, it was extremely dry. Harvest is, uh, I would think, for the most part, 50 to, to 75 percent complete in our area. On our own farm here, we're probably 60% done. Mostly canola left, a few acres of cereals, but it's been a good go so far. Uh, you know, it was a little later maturing because of glyphosate not working as fast due to the drought. But we're moving along pretty good. And yields are better than expected on cereals. Saskatchewan Stock Growers President Bill Huber farms at Lipton, about 90 kilometers northeast of Regina. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Diggleman Industries. Look to Diggleman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Harvest is about 77% complete in southeast Saskatchewan. The regional crop specialist in Weyburn, Sherry Roberts, 
So some parts of the southeast are nearly done, but others have been delayed by showers. She says there's a wide range of yields. Yields are all over the board. There's folks where we did get those million-dollar rains that came in. They're smiling. I'm seeing grain bags out there in a lot of areas. Not just one grain bag, but two or three of them. So we've had some really decent yields on the cereals and the canola in certain areas. And then once again, I'm hearing from others that, well, average, below average. So it's all over the board down here in the south. And once again, that all falls back to where the rains came through. Much frost damage? We've had some, yes, particularly with the soybeans. I wish that that frost had had, had waited for another couple of weeks. But, of course, you know, we have no control over that. But I do know that some fields got nailed there. And, of course, I want to warn producers that, particularly down here in the southeast, that had planted oats and some of the other cereals for green feeds, that please get some nitrate testing done on that because some of those crops were at the stage where with that frost, you do have some issues to be concerned about and that you need to really be doing that testing to make sure that you've got a safe feed supply. We've also ended up hearing about quite a few uh, soybean crops that are ending up with a large amount of green feeds and wondering why that's been happening. And producers, I want you to know, part of that had to do with those really hot days that we came, had with the, the real high 90, and I'm going to say 90 because I'm, uh, you know, Fahrenheit, I, I think in with temperatures where we had those 28 to 30 uh, Celsius temps, they created environmental issues that created a lot of that green seed. So if some of the soybean farmers are wondering, hey, why do I have this higher proportion of green seed this year than before? It was the heat that came at that stage of development with your soybeans. That's that's what has caused that issue. So we're seeing all kinds of different things. I'm also hearing reports of uh, in, in some areas of ergot in the Durham this year, which is rather surprising. But the rains came at the right time and, and the inoculum was there. So that happened. I'm also hearing some reports of some sooty mold in some in some Durham's. So once again, all over the board. But all in all, I think there are going to be some producers down here in the southeast that are really going to be happy with the yields that they got this year. And they were, they were the lucky ones. When do you expect harvest to wrap up? You know, that once again is that million-dollar question. Because of the fact that down here in the southeast, we have such a wide variety of crops. There's guys with sunflowers still out in the field, of course. There are still guys letting Mother Nature dry down their soybeans. So I'm thinking maybe another two, three weeks. I mean, if, if Mother Nature can do that dry down for you, why not save that money and, and let it happen? We can just hope that, you know, weather cooperates and we don't all of a sudden go wet. Although I would love to see the skies open up and, and we start getting some rain because, yeah, we really do need it down here in the southeast and there were a lot of guys, they've got their winter wheat and their, their fall rye in, and they need some rain too. So let's hope for the rain and let's hope this time it, it takes the whole southeast and not just certain corners. But I would say wrap up two, three weeks. Sherry Roberts is the regional crop specialist in Weyburn. Market update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hall is Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were showing downward movement in early trading today. Durham fell $15.51 at two nineteen sixty-four. Canola declined eighty cents at four fifty-one forty-two. Oats went down four dollars seven cents at one forty-three ninety-eight. Number one red spring wheat fell a dollar forty-one at two thirty-one ninety-nine. The rest were all unchanged. Feed barley one eighty-seven sixty-three. Flax four hundred seventy-nine dollars. 
Yellow peas, two twenty one fifty four. Feed wheat, one ninety six ninety nine. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, December wheat is up two and a quarter cents at five seventy four and a half a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia, 642-4180 or Weyburn, 842-4574. Heartland Livestock Market Report. Tony Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yards. Lighter run in our Tuesday regular sale. Cow market basically steady. The cows average 81 and a quarter and every cow in the sale. Good smooth cows at 82 to 89. You get the odd one into the 90s, but they pretty much can read right and do arithmetic into the cow trade, or pardon me, the bull trade. Uh, they top at a buck 20 and a half in the big bulls and an average of dollar four sixty two. A lot of the bulls between that dollar three and dollar eight range. And man, are the bulls really moving? There was like 140 bulls in the sale again this week. I'll make the prediction right now. Next spring, the bull sales are going to have a lot of demand. Never seen as many bulls sell throughout the summer as we have this year. Into the calf trade on the DLMS direct electronic sale right off the ranch Thursday. Set of our calves out of the beachy country for the Matador Colony, six seventy five for end of October delivery. Bring two seventeen fifty pre-sold calves on the video sales. Look like five weight steers from two and a quarter to two thirty five. Uh, the heifer calves two to two ten. That's the way it is in cattle country. Heartland Swift Current. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,400 hogs Friday, selling a range of 119 to 127 per CKG. Today sales are expected to be around 6,500 head, selling a range of 119 to 132 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Friday, September 14th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 117.83, Ham's Cash 116.33, Thunder Creek Burko 105.19, and High Life 124.45 dollars per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down, and forward contract prices opened lower this morning. On Friday, the Canadian dollar was down 21 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.3033. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 76.78 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets are expected to start this week lower. The influence of Hurricane Florence has delayed the slaughter of about 200,000 hogs, which will need to be dealt with in the next few weeks. The pork carcass cutout found support last week, in part due to lower pork production associated with the storm, gaining close to 10% of its value. Lean hog futures are down sharply from Friday's highs, with renewed concern over burdensome supplies coming in the next two months. The market will be watching for developments in NAFTA negotiations close to the end of the week, which will only contribute more price volatility unless a preliminary deal can be reached. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, and if you missed the farm weather forecast, now at the start of Agri-News, the outlook today, cloudy, 60% chance of showers late this afternoon, risk of a thunderstorm late this afternoon, wind southeast 20, gusting to 40, becoming light today, the high 14. Fog patches developing overnight, the low 2, with risk of frost. Tomorrow, increasing cloudiness, fog patches dissipating, 30% chance of showers late in the afternoon and evening, the high 11, the low plus 1 tomorrow. In Regina, cloudy and 12, that's 54 Fahrenheit. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.